Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie. And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic and unapologetic. Today is April, middle of April, and we're watching it snow outside, which is crazy. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's not going to You stick. have like snowy mountains all around you. It's, this whole right. valley is encompassed in cloud right now. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. We actually went to an event today that was supposed to be outside, and it was too windy, so it wasn't really... It's kind of a hard to, event to be at, but too cold, too windy. So yeah, we'll right. discuss that a little bit. We later will discuss that. Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good example for what we were going to chat about. So we're going to talk we about boundaries, about? which I'm sure we've talked about a million other times, but like specifically about boundaries for this episode, um, because we what were we we were chatting this morning at breakfast about boundaries and you but you were telling me you were listening to something and i think this is a really good point is that a lot of times we think as bound of boundaries as like things we set up to tell other people how to act mm. rather than thinking of boundaries that we set for ourselves that guide us on how to act so the idea is that if we say i have a boundary that you can't call me after 8 p.m then I get mad when somebody violates that boundary and calls me at 8 p- after 8 p.m., but I answer the phone, right? So yeah. the, uh, if I'm going to establish boundaries, my, it's my job to operate in those boundaries, not other people's job yeah. to remember them. It's not you can't call me after 8 p.m. Right. It's I, I don't take it's... calls after 8 p.m. Right. And then I have to say, I'm not answering the phone. My ringer's right. turned off. I'm not engaging. Right. The person at the yeah. other end doesn't even need to know that. Right. They don't exactly. need to know that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And we think that we need to go explain our yeah. boundaries to people. Well, or... that's what it, well, that's what started this whole conversation in the first place is because we were, uh, well, first of all, you, let's just say we have to be really careful about who we talk about and what we, because we're calling them in. <laughs> um, and the other right. day we did an episode about, and I discussed... Um, we discussed friendship breakups and then boom, <laughs> homegirl popped back up, not in my life, but, um, on social media. And then of course all the other people in my life were like, Oh my God, Oh my God, you know? And so I was, of course, it's like a train wreck. Sometimes I can't not go watch. The oh, videos. you have to watch. Yeah. So, um, I, this, this person just wasn't discussing me. But, well, she may have been at some point. Um, and she, she didn't call names out or anything, but she was just discussing things in general. And then she was talking about how when things don't work out with relationships, that sometimes people just silence each other. And, you know, uh, we may call it ghosting nowadays. Who knows? But she was calling it silencing and not communicating um, and not, not act verbally communicating, but communicating by text and all this other drama, right? Um, and then she said that she was going to make a friendship manifesto and that anybody who she 
be friends in this next stage of her life, she's going to make sure they understand her expectations for around this communication. And then that made me think of, that's why we start yeah. talking about boundaries and stuff. And I'm like, no, that's not your, first of all, what are you going to make me sign a contract if I want to right. hang out with you? And, and now, and now, and now I, I have to remember yeah. your your stipulations what do I carry it around with me so we just gave a very simple concrete example of I don't want to take phone calls after 8 p.m but but when it gets more complex and like I don't want this type of energy in my life or I don't want to hang around certain people who do certain things or whatever then those conversations obviously become challenging right and I don't need to set that up with someone when I meet them right I need to, if, if, if whatever is not resonating well with me becomes an issue and it's, it's crossing a boundary that I set up, it's because I allowed it to cross, first Mm -hmm. of all. And so. Well, there uh, are times that people cross a boundary that you didn't allow. And then that tells you something about that person. Like you, you say, Hey, I don't, you did allow it, but sometimes people are jerks. And right. violate boundaries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's it. But but we're talking about let's right. let's take. We, there are assholes that violate boundaries, but right. taking out people that are just interacting with you. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, so they, but going. that's like the, we don't necessarily need to communicate all our boundaries to people. We just need to act ourselves within those yeah. boundaries, and then when people cross them, we need to look at what we've done yeah. that told the person this was okay with me. And how can I renegotiate? And there, then there might be a time that you have to say to the person, hey, by the way, I've never said this before, but I, this is hard for me. Whatever it is. Yeah. Or you just need to change your behavior that doesn't call that in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think of like a concrete example of something recently that's a little more complicated. Um, but, I mean, let's use politics. Okay. I don't, I don't do politics. I'm not going to introduce myself like hi i'm julia i don't do politics so if you're gonna talk politics i'm out and like that's not how i present myself right but when it comes up and i'm just let's say with a an a group of associates so not even friends right um that you know i can just distance myself from the conversation i can remove myself from it i can uh whatever but if they then become very like, I know that's a big part of them, then I can choose to not hang out right. in those situations. Right. I can choose to remove myself from those situations when they arise. Right. But let's say it's someone who I've become more like intimate and a friendship wise with and that I want to be able to hang out with them more often, then I would have to say to them, like, hey, I don't dig politics. I don't want to be in discussions about it. So when we're hanging out, is that cool? If, yeah. Like, you know, I just and want I you to know. Are- I just want you to know. Otherwise, I probably won't want to hang out if this is what it's always right. going to be, right? So that's me then at that point doing something about it, right? And they can either choose to honor that or not. Right. It's not their job to make exactly. me comfortable and happy, right? Yeah. Now, if... If they do want to honor that and not and want to hang out with me, then then they will. And right. if it happens again, then I'm going to have to make the choice to be like, right, 
this just too much. I don't right. like it. I don't, you know. And so I, and it doesn't have to be like, I don't even have to say, hey, we're not hanging out anymore because of this. I don't owe anyone an explanation. Right. I then can just be like, I don't, I don't feel like going to that event. I don't feel like doing this. Or, you know, you can phase people in and out right. of your life. You don't owe anyone. A, that's another part of it. You don't know, yeah. a, owe anyone a fucking explanation. Right. And I think that we all think we're owed an explanation right. when things shift like that. But you don't we're not. know it. We're no. not. And I think with the, yeah. with the politic example, I also think that, well, not, not just with that example. I, I, I'm going to say in what I would consider a healthy relationship, any level, you should be able to offhandedly be like, I don't do politics. And the other person be like, cool. It, I mean, to me, right. conversation should be, if you're having to get to the point where you're like, hey, remember, politics aren't my jam. And the person's like, no, you need to talk about politics. Then you go, well, now this relationship isn't, whatever, who right. cares what the topic is? I think I'll give you another example that's not even topic-based, but um, a boundary, like a boundary I have is I don't, um, enjoy people taking my advice for free. Like asking, I do not like it when people ask to pick my brain. Mm. When they say that sentence, yeah. can I pick your brain? Can I take you to lunch and pick your brain? No, that doesn't work for me because to me it undervalues my advice. You're going to ask right. me how to open a business or something. Something You're going to ask me yeah, something very exactly. complex mm -hmm. that I think is worth a lot more money. That, so this is a boundary for me, but I don't introduce myself as, hi, I'm Annie, you have to pay for my consulting. I don't, I don't right. say that, right? Yeah. But when somebody says to me, hey, can I buy you lunch and pick your brain? I say, um, you can pick my brain for $85 an hour. Yeah. And then the person That's either... That's my consulting fee. That, right. And, yeah. and I say it with a laugh. I just go, you can pick my brain for $85 an hour. And people go, they kind of laugh or they, they go, okay. But most people go, oh. And now, and they don't pick my brain, by the way, just so we know, just right. so we're clear. The amount of people that offer me the money is low, right? But then it, now that person won't approach me again. So without a problem, no problem at all, I established something and that person knows to not ask me that again. Right. And so you can, but it's how I act. But if I had gone to lunch, then what I've communicated is this is what my worth is for this yeah. subject or whatever so that's more yeah. of a business thing but still it's how no, you that, act that's still yeah it's a good, great example for that yeah it's just a um it is interesting but it comes from you said something we don't owe people an explanation but we also don't owe people a discourse ahead of time of our boundaries right we in fact our responsibility is to act within them instead of um punishing people who have right. crossed them because we allowed that yeah yeah to, that that whole that whole act within them, I think, is the important part because that's why they're you've set them right. It they're like a I don't know. I don't want to say you're creating a fortress because I'm all about building a nice emotional wall around myself, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Um, but it's that's yeah. sort of what you do. It's like you. Yeah. It's almost like. I like to speak on terms of energy, right? right? So it's like you've created this energetic force of yes. things that you um, don't... It, it's not necessarily allowing in, but also that you don't want to put out. Yes. You know? 
So, you know, I, know, I, I had two thoughts about that one, the energy, when you said energetic, it made me think it's like energy is sort of, um, putting out specific energy is like word of mouth marketing for yourself, mm. but with energy, does that make sense? So yeah. if you put out a certain energy that will call in, it will, it will put the vibe out there that this is what should be called in. You're doing marketing for what you're going to call it. Yeah. Or not call it. Right. And that's really part. And I, I, it also makes me think of something. We joke about this a lot, but I think it's really relevant to this topic and our experience today is we always talk about boundaries that we're going to put up. Like if we go to a restaurant and we just want to talk to each other and we don't mm. want to talk to other people. Yeah. We talk about putting out on our porcupine and our skunk. Right. Yeah. And that we're going to put up things that will repel people. The smell of a skunk, the prickles of a porcupine. And so we went to a place today and our, we weren't, we hadn't put any boundaries up. We hadn't put any energy into our boundaries and our yeah. boundaries were violated on many levels, <laughs> all in friendly way, non, -mal right, right, non malicious right. ways, non malicious ways. But we got in the car. It was just an energy that we didn't want to be in. We were like, yeah, was but very we got condensed. in the car and recognized that we did it. Yeah. We recognize that we said yeah. that we didn't so we, say. I feel like we're being very big on this. Oh, okay. We, okay. we went to, um, there was like a winery that was having a little vendor event and stuff yeah. like that. And we were like, oh, that, that'll be fun. It's right down here where Annie lives. And we'll go check out this winery. We'll socialize. We'll... <laughs> I'll do some vendor shopping because I need vendors for an event that's coming up on the farm. This will be great, right? And we mentioned earlier that we've been sitting here watching snow come down. So it's fucking cold out and a little bit windy. And we got there and we're like, where the hell is the event? Right. It was all crammed indoors. Um, Which I mean, they have a beautiful patio and all this Yeah. All this stuff, and but everybody was cramped. So we opened the door and we walked in, and we were like, "Ah, there's a lot of people in here." And neither and one of all us wanting their well. wine, yeah. and yeah, and neither one of us like a space that is packed with people. We right, don't, we right. don't get any. So joy that already that. was like, oh. Yeah. And then we were like, "Where were the vendors?" Right. right. So we um we went into this back. I guess like a storage room yeah, area. Something. It was like a garage. There was yeah, a big yeah. garage door and garage. stuff. But it was it was packed with some of the equipment that they used for in the winery and materials in the, from the winery. Plus, it was packed with the vendor tables and pe more people. Right. And I was like, oh, I can't. I just couldn't be in all those people. I didn't feel like I was. I just wasn't expecting that. I was expecting to chill like. Right. Roam outdoors, even though it's cold. I think we both envisioned yeah. ourselves walking with wine in a vineyard or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with some tables set up somewhere, but nobody was doing that. It was all crammed right. into this little space. And so we just sort of, you know, we did it really quick. We looked at each other and we were like, But in the you, midst of that, say? in the midst, I said, Should we be at home podcasting? Yeah. And you were like, and I was like, yep. Fuck yeah. Yes, um, let's get out of here. But in the midst of that, we ran into a person that I knew. And oh, yes. the conversation instantly, it ended up that they knew a bunch of mutual people and it went really, all of a sudden we were in this conversation and Julie was meeting people and I was meeting people and we were, and oh my gosh. And so I, I think about it and it, as you're tell, retelling this story, even though it just happened and I was there, I'm realizing 
It's showing that we walked in and right when we walked in, we knew our boundaries were violated for ours, but we kept going deeper Uh and we knew we didn't like it. We both knew it. I felt it without even looking at you. I'm like, we both feel that we should get in the car, but we kept not getting, going back to the car. And then, so every level that we allowed to happen more, the boundaries got violated more until now I'm in a conversation with a very nice person, but that I didn't want to be in. Right. And then we had to like, literally, there was enough people that we had to extricate ourselves out. And we were there, I mean, we're talking like six minutes. I, I mean, don't even maybe, know if it was that long. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It was not <laughs> it a feels lot like it was minutes. longer, but it yeah. It was not a lot of minutes. But the point is, is we made every choice that we made. Yeah. We chose to go. We chose to open the door knowing we both didn't like it. We should have just stepped backwards. Uh-huh. Oh, and that talks about muscle oh, yes. testing, right? But we should have just stepped backwards and turned around. I knew it. The second I walked in, I knew I should have turned around and left. And I didn't. And then I personally... I think a little bit more than you, but maybe not. I personally kind of had to recover from it. Like that conversation was one I wasn't prepared yeah, for. Yeah. And I had to just get home and pour some Prosecco because <laughs> I was like, I got to recover from this In shit. In a big, wide, open yeah. room with not a lot of people. I think that's the difference. I was really, I, I let myself have expectations, first of all, without mm. knowing where we were going. Mm. And I, when they didn't, when I didn't like what, was actually there right. I was like eh, I'll just go and we you said something about the boundaries were violated they they weren't uh, we were well, violating right. our own that's what I meant yeah that's what I meant right we, we were like letting ourselves be in a situation we didn't and you guys it really wasn't that bad no we're no making no. it very no. dramatic right no, now but, it's a but it's, it was a perfect example um of of how we do that and we do yeah. that all the time in life you know and so many situations yeah. and so many relationships over and over and over again. And so. And what at this point a... that it wasn't bad? Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's just not where I wanted to be spending my energy or have my energy depleted. Right. Nothing about it was bad. It was cute. It was nice. The people yeah. we talked to are nice, but it's not where vibrationally I want to be. It's not where you want to be. Right. And I want to spend every moment of my life vibrationally where I want to be. Yeah. And so that gets to this body feeling, right? Mm, so yeah. we talk this, we've, this has come up in the podcast so many times, but I had the sense when I was talking to this woman who again is very nice. I feel like I need to defend, like everybody's yeah. saying, well, she must've been horrible. No, it's wh- not what I want to be doing. She's right. great. It's not what I want to be doing. But um, my body physically was looking for a way to step back and the, the room was so crowded, I couldn't step back. And I think that when we tune in to our body and we go, why is my body trying to lean away? And I don't know if you want to briefly explain muscle testing at all, if you could oh, even yeah. possibly explain it. But Well, no. Yeah. Well, tuning into your... Well, muscle testing is kinesiology, essentially. And you are using the, the body to um, tune into this it's an electrical signal essentially yep. of is it a, a truth a non-truth a yes a no uh is it good for you and not good for you whatever however you want to look at that right yeah so one of the main ways to tune in is to feel throughout your whole body and you can you can do little micro muscle testing there's a million different ways to do it but one of the main ways is to do a sway test so you're standing and you check in with your body and you're like 
you want to know what yes means or you want to know what no feels like in your body, right? And usually you sway forward if it's a yes and you sway backward if it's a no. And depending on how strong the yes or no energy is, it can, you can actually like tip forward and tip back and like sort of right. lose your balance, right? What you were saying is that you felt that like so strong that you wanted to step back. Right. Right, right. Our body tell, will tell us everything. Like, yeah. what, why do we, when we're standing in a circumstance, why do we want to cross our arms? Protection. Right. Mm-hmm. Why do we want to pull our coat tighter around us? Protection. Why do we want to step back? We want to get away from it. Why do we open our arms to express something? We're happy being in the conversation, mm-hmm. right? And if we start to tune in to our body's response, not our intellectual response. Like my intellectual response, by the way, which was not very intellectual, but my intellectual, my mind response was, I need to be polite and have this full conversation Mm -hmm. and agree to a bunch of things. I need to be interested in this and interested in that and say, that would be fun, this would be great. That's my polite, external, courteous person who's saying all the right things and shutting off what my body's telling me. We were even so polite that as we walked out and finally shut the door behind us and we're going to the car, there was some a worker, someone working there, that we waited until we were far enough away from him to start talking and being like, what the fuck did we just do? Why did we come here? You know? Because we did, I'm pretty sure he might have been one of the like owners or something, you know? Right. And I didn't want to be like him to think that... We came to this bad place or whatever. No, it was a great place. It was adorable, but it's just, (laughs) and it made us have this discussion on the way up of like, um, the way up to my house is it made us have this discussion. This is, this might be another topic. So if you feel like this is a whole nother podcast, then tell me, but it made us have a discussion of just knowing what you want in your life and saying, this isn't bad or good. It's not that that experience was bad or good it's just an experience that for me was not yeah good i don't want that experience go there because that's tuning into your energy too right filters yeah yeah and our energy yeah 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 but um right but i don't want i think we we have to we have values on things like and we want other people to have those values we want to say going wine tasting is good going to concerts is good um Going out to dinner is good. Going out to dinner is bad. We want everybody to pick a team. Mm. Are you team going out to dinner or team not going out to dinner? Do you like that restaurant? Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where things depend on the person. Like somebody went to that event we went to today and came home and was like, I got to go to more of those. That's the best event ever. I love those. I love going to a place where it's, there's a ton of people that I can talk to. Yeah. Someone had that experience. So the the thing isn't bad. It's how we want to interact with it. And knowing how you want to feel in your body is so essential for being able to choose what you're doing. Oh my God, right? <laughs> we need to be more embodied. Um, I just, I keep hearing that as a personal message myself. Me too. Like, um, but you said something about that and oh about how you want to feel each night right yes yes we want to talk about that sure i was just saying um as i'm i think frequent podcast listeners will know that i'm now (laughs) experiencing my newly signal single life (laughs) and i have these evenings that i absolutely love and i've i've really cultivated this 
place where I love these evenings. And so now that I have an evening the way I like it, one of the things I know is that should another person come into my life, and actually I'm not even gonna say intimate relationship, I'm gonna right. say any relationship, yeah. but should a, um, I establish a new relationship that impedes my ability to have those evenings, I know it's a relationship I don't want. Right. I know that the relation, I know that I want the evening. So maybe a new intimate partner comes in, maybe a new friend comes in, it doesn't matter. And if they, something about them, not good or bad, just something about them, they want to be out at the bar every night and now I can't get that evening, that I just know that we're not good partners for each other. Not that they're bad, right. but we're not a good match. Exactly. Because I need this evening. Yeah. That's a... That's a good fucking example of tuning into your needs. And does that, and you know what? That might change at some point, but that's where you are right now, right? Talk about yeah. that because you talked about that, how it can change. So yeah. talk about knowing where you're at and letting well, it change. I just think, I mean, you were talking about your, how you give, you give an example of your students, right? right? And so she was talking about how, Trying like to, do to goal project setting. goal yeah. setting and like not just like you know I guess like the five year projection but it being more about like where do you, what do you want to be feeling and what do you to what do you what do you say to them build your life I I want to say I say decide the life you want to see and then make your career feed that life yes. where most of us get a job and then fit our life around it. Yes. But I'm always like, what do you want to do? If you want to be off on weekends, then don't have your fucking business open on weekends. But people will be like, well, I have to work weekends. Well, no, let's, let's craft. If you're going to create a career, right. craft it. If you want to be home by three every day, because yeah. your kids get home from school at three 30, yeah. don't be open after three. Yeah. So anyway, yes. That's so that, yeah. that example. And yeah. I said, but the other important part of you teaching them is that you also teach them that it's okay to change their mind. Right. I always Because I feel like, especially when you're building a business, oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it is so okay to change the way that is, right? It's more okay. It's, 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 it's worth essential. It don't change. Yeah. You have to change. Yeah. If you're not adaptable, there's a difference between you have to have a plan, but you have to have adaptability. You can't make a plan that you're so rigid that yeah, you can't yeah. be flexible. And I, and I always correlate it to, I'm sorry, to driving somewhere. You can't, you have to know, I'm driving to Florida. You can always change your mind mid-trip. But if you don't even know where you're headed out the door, you don't even know which way to go out your driveway. Yeah. So you at least have to yeah. start with a goal. And to bring that full circle and to yeah. tune into your body and what you want and how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know those things, then you can't plan anything. It made me think right? of you, what you said this, oh gosh, maybe a year, maybe a year or two ago now, but you said how you, oh gosh, what did you say? That you don't want to just give sound healing sessions to people that just want the sound healing to be quote unquote fixed and leave. You want people that are invested in the learning of what sound healing is, right? So yeah. it doesn't feel good in your body to just be like, right. I'm going to do some sound healing. You're going to give me 90 bucks and we're going to be done. Yeah. It feels better in your body to know that the person's like, tell me what you're doing. Even if they're, it's only for that moment. Yeah. Or to at least, 
or to be engaged in their own, I'm not healing you at all. Right, right, right. You, I need whoever comes to me for assistance mm-hmm. to understand that I'm just helping open something up. Right. I'm just helping peel a layer. I'm just helping crack something open, whatever, and guide, you know, right. from there. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just shining a fucking light, whatever right. you want to call it, whatever metaphor we want to use here, right? right. But I'm not doing anything for you. Right. You right. are the one that, you know, you come lay on a sound table or get a session from me. You are ready for your body to now do what it needs to do to heal, right? I just realized... I'm not doing anything except for playing a singable or right. whatever. I just know? realized something about you just now from that and saying other things is you... And if we're talking about embodiment, things that don't feel good in your body is you do not like passivity. You don't like passive people. Just do it. Just like people that go, just heal me. Just you like in passivity is not right. A trait you enjoy. You need to be engaged in it. Got to be engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I think most people feel that way, but some people don't like, I just don't like students that are like, just teach me. And if you teach me well, I'll learn it. No, you can, you learn it yeah. because you decide to learn it. But anyway, that's a whole different, it just made me think. Well, no, I feel that. like that ties into boundaries too, because it that's does. another thing. Like if I, if I just, I mean, I, I let it happen when I first moved here. I thought, oh, well, I'm not going to uh, ever do sound healing again then. If I don't just let these people come and get on my sound table. And I had, to, but I had, sometimes you got to re-experience. It's all a big cycle. You got to cycle back around and then be like, whoa, 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 I'm doing that thing again. Right, or I'm letting that boundary down, or but I also could have been like maybe it was different, and I felt it. So if I don't experience it again, sometimes I don't learn if I need to shift that boundary. I I'm just having a full circle moment here, and I hope that this translates in the podcast because I'm freaking out. So stick with me for a second, people. This is related to what you just said. Okay. So we're talking about all this stuff. And then we, we, when we were here, before we started recording, I opened this book. We've referenced mm. the book before called Oneness by Rasha. We've referenced it before on the podcast. Well, before we started recording, I said, give me a number. And you said 200. And it turns out, interestingly, that 200 was a blank page. Okay. Which is yeah. fascinating, right? But the next page after it says this, has this line. And it's exactly what you just said. So you just mm. said, I had to experience it again to realize I didn't like it. The line is, how you undermine your own best intentions vibrationally. (laughs) And this is the key. is like, if we need to, we have our best intentions. And then we undermine our own best best intentions by redoing something we know we shouldn't be doing. And vibrationally, we feel that that we drop drop vibrationally because we've undermined our own best intentions. But sometimes... We need to learn that to get the to get yeah. the lesson deeper because that version of us, the first the version of us that learned the lesson the first time, we are now a different version. And the new version of us needs to learn that lesson at a deeper level. Yes, because we come back with a whole new perspective. Right. Lens different lenses, whatever you want to call it. Like I'm going to rein that in because I yes. feel like, oh my God, we got, but don't you, isn't it funny how we just came full circle? Yeah. How boundaries are really about 
your best intentions for how you want to operate in this world, and you're the one that undermines them. If you have, if you yep. have a way you want to operate in the world, and it, and the w- if you're looking at your world right now and you're like, this is not the way I want to operate, you have undermined your best intentions, and you know that vibrationally. Yeah. Mm. I f- and I feel like a lot of, I mean, I've done it. We oh. drop into victim mode when it's not when we're. Mm. And then, and then it's everybody else crossing our boundaries and yes. not doing what we have asked and want them to do. And, uh, you know, oh, I and have the, kick-ass the, pity parties. Okay. Kick-ass pity parties. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to stay in, I mean, I was stuck in them for a little while at one point in my life until I learned that I don't have to stay there. Right. That, you know, this is interesting because I just said victim mode, right? Like, I had someone share with me once that it's it's like a... triad it's victim perpetrator and savior Mm. and if you're in that playing field plane that vibrational plane you're always going to be in one of those modes there's only the three of them that interact you're blowing my mind right now i need (laughs) to think about that i don't want to be any of those so i don't want to be your fucking savior your healer I don't want to be the perpetrator. I certainly don't. And I don't want to be the, don't want to be the Yeah, and I don't want to be a fucking right. victim. So I don't play in that anymore. Play in that plane. I just want to make sure yeah. that that clear. It's not yes. a playing field. It's a plane. P-L-A-N-E. Yeah. In that realm, so in that dimension. Can, right, that's better. So you can choose. When, when we see a triad like that, I think a lot of us think, where am I at in the triad rather than I don't have to be in the triad? Yeah. That's just a, that all that is, yeah. is an illustration for a plane, a realm you might be in, mm-hmm. but just be in a different realm. Yeah. Oh, that's so easy to say. It's, just be in a different just, realm. I know, right? Just change uh. realms. Well, when, when I notice things like that, like prime example is people wanting me to fix them. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm all about like, I like mm-hmm. to play savior. Like I'm motherfucking Jesus. Do you feel like that's the? I am Mother Mary for God's sakes. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just drop right into it. I have yeah. such a mother. I have such a mother healing energy, right? Yeah. I have to step back all the time and be like, "What the fuck are you doing again? Like, stop it! I want to fix everyone. Yeah. I want to fix everyone because I'm perfect. Right. <laughs> you know, everyone. Should <laughs> everyone should want me, me to fix them. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on now. So that is like definitely my, my key role that I like to play if I'm in that triad. Right. But it doesn't, I don't, I don't even like that role. Like clearly I, I whine about it a lot. I'm like, everyone wants me to fix them, but I want people to want me to fix them too. So, you know, anyway, but when I notice, right. So if you're an unhealed victim, you're going to become Either a saver or a perpetrator, yeah. right? Hurt people, hurt people. That's the perpetrator. Right. Yeah. Or and I'm sure people. that I've been the perpetrator of, oh, sure. of plenty of things. And I know for sure that I've played victim role a lot. But I just, I just, when I notice it, any of it, but especially the fixing part, because that's my main one, I, I, have to step back for real and just be like, whoa, what am I doing? And then I stop and I look at my my situation and what I'm interacting with, 
who I'm interacting with, whatever the situation is. And I'm like, how is this, what, what, what am I, can I learn from this? How is it, what is it triggering in me that I need yeah. to look at in myself? That's the key thing. And how can I not play this role? Cause I don't, I just want to observe. I just want to watch it like a fucking movie. I don't want to be in the damn movie of that, those relationships. Um, it, it comes back to how we started is the boundaries you set in your life about being savior, about being victim, about being perpetrator, about yeah. being everything else are set by you and reestablished by you. Yep. You, if you, if you violate them for yourself, which will happen, yeah. it's up to you to reestablish that. Nobody else. Yeah. I have a, some, a good example of this is I had a work interaction where someone was pushy, bossy, bitchy, basically, to the point where I was like, what is that? Like, like it, it always seemed out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it would hit me so hard that I would feel like a little kid, like cowering. Oh. And I was like, what is happening? And then I, so there I'm playing victim, right? right? But I had to step back and be like, okay, what, what is this relationship triggering? Every time this woman would act like that, it would make me feel that way. And then I, ha- I stepped back and I was like, how is that triggering? And I did how ha- I do have childhood things that I need yeah. to still obviously little pe- little girl pieces of me that respond to reactions like that, that mm-hmm. needed to be worked on. So I went and did that work. I'm still doing that work, um, with that inner, it's inner child stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, now I can go in, into, a similar relationship like that and not have that same, I mean, it might still throw me back depending on who says what and how intense it is and unexpected it is, but I can, I can just, you know, take the, you know, like when you trip and almost fall and take that, Ooh, okay. And then you're like, Oh, I got this. And I'm still walking, you know, I can take it like that and not, try to and the, oh and then my next response is that I also want to fix like I'm like oh now I can see where that person's coming from right. and I should help them work through their no just work through your own damn shit you know but I I want to be now in the fixer role and the healer role and the, yeah and so realm. when I don't when right. I don't when I yes. don't come back into it I'm just like oh that's their job to see what is why they're in that role at the moment. Right. Um, and and be an observer. Do, right? right. Exactly. And I think we do sometimes make an assumption. I know I do. I, would, I, do, I don't, I won't say this for the collective we, but I know that sometimes I assume everyone's doing their work. Right. And, which is, right. could not be a more wrong assumption. Right. I'd say most people, well, that is not well, even fair to say. It doesn't matter how many people are doing their work. Don't assume people are doing their work and that they're operating in some place where they're like, well, they're going to go home and realize they were playing the perpetrator. No, they're not fucking going to do that. They're going to go home and do whatever they do. Yeah. And that's not our job. Our job is to just to operate where are we coming from and how can we renegotiate that boundary by our actions for Mm -hmm. the next time. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) Snack break. (laughs) (laughs) We need to go eat this away. Okay. We're going to eat this away. (laughs) podcast about eating to feel safe and we will um 
We're going to record a couple more today. Yeah, for so, sure. Okay. Snack break. All right. See you later, peeps. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie, and my handle is Eclectic Tomato, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C Tomato. 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 And I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Um, and then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T. J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Um, I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, a famous soccer player oh, comes up. Okay. It's not me. Also, um, we want you to subscribe. Yes, so please subscribe um, on uh, we're on it, Spotify, it, yeah. whatever whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us, and then we are calling in some five star reviews. So if you feel like this is five star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be um, available to more people. Um, but we only want five stars, so if you're not feeling five stars, just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you, we're or not keep change. it to yourself. Right. Just kidding. We do care, but we don't. Right. <laughs> and also, um, you could share us with your friends. Yes. Yes. If this is something that really resonated and you're like, this friend needs to hear it too, share it with them. That's right. All right. Peace out.